Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, could Congress end the year without passing Ukraine money? Number two, Mike Johnson's FISA flip-flop. And number three, a bipartisan push for an expansion of tariff finance rules. Let's get into the mix. It is, I mean, we are right now, it is December 7th. One week from today, the um, Congress plans to end its month and end its year. Uh, There will probably be no more votes for the year after next Thursday. That is a very bad sign for um, Ukraine money. I mean, I was talking to a couple senior aides last night at the at the uh, in the Capitol yesterday evening. And I said, is it possible that Congress ends the year without passing Ukraine money uh, uh, or Israel money? clearing Israel money. The House has already passed it. And they said, yeah, absolutely. It's likely. Uh, The Senate Republicans yesterday blocked Joe Biden's massive foreign foreign aid package. And I guess the bull way to look at this is that it will force a reset over the slow-moving negotiations over border policies. Um, And uh, this all focuses on James Langford and Chris Murphy, the Republican from Oklahoma and and the Democrat from Connecticut. The Republicans have said, and we've covered this a lot of times, Republicans have said they will only deal with uh, Ukraine if they can get a border package. But um, Chris Murphy said, I don't want to give the impression there's a path here when so many Republican senators are saying they don't want to negotiate. They'll have to figure out whether they want to negotiate or whether they want to ta- want to make take it or leave it demands. So. Um, if, you know, this, this, this all centers on border policy, Ukraine's future, the fate of perhaps the fate of Ukraine, the fate of, um, the war in Ukraine, their ability to, to fight back against Russia, uh, is focused, is, is hinges on whether Republicans and Democrats can find a way forward on, on immigration. Um, the, Lankford, though, is saying basically that he thinks there is a way to a deal um, and they're not. But he said they're not making progress as fast as they need to make progress. Um, The big problem here is that Mike Johnson and the House of Representatives and the whole House Republican Conference, frankly, want to um, uh, attach H.R. to the Republicans very far right border policy that's not going to fly in the senate james langford knows that everybody else knows that but that's where house republicans are uh at this moment so even if this clears the senate in other words i don't even if the senate gets a deal i don't know that they'll be able to uh pass ukraine aid by the end of the year and remember israel aid is tied up in this as well the house has passed a bill to uh, uh, send $14 billion to Israel. and um, But that bill was offset with IRS cuts. That's not going to fly in the Senate either. So in total here, there we are in a really, really precarious position when it comes to this foreign aid package. I would argue, I would say that there's almost no, there, not almost no chance, but there's it's looking very dim at this moment to get Ukraine aid across the finish line. Number two story of the day, Johnson style inside the speaker's neck snapping flip flop on FISA. Just let me run down this from the top here. FISA is um, uh, expires at the end of the year. Section 702, a key provision that allows the U.S. to surveil foreign nationals outside the United States. November 29th, Johnson said he wanted to extend FISA in the NDAA till February 2nd. 
that would have lined it up with the second tranche of uh, government funding expiration. Uh, and uh, that was a bad idea strategically. Um, then December 5th, Johnson told a meeting of House Republicans he was considering putting two FISA bills on the floor, one from Jim Jordan, another from Mike Turner. Whichever got more votes would then be sent to the Senate. Around the same time, we scooped that Johnson told NDAA negotiators he didn't want a FISA extension attached to the NDAA. Uh, and then yesterday, Johnson gave in to demands that that he put a FISA extension in the NDAA package, and he agreed to do it until mid-April. So he this they are all Johnson's all over the place here. And here's what one person said to me last night. Uh, the entire House of Representatives is oriented around the speaker. The he has committee chairs and lots of members of Congress who will do what who will execute whatever decision he makes. But he needs to make decisions. And I think this is becoming a major frustration with uh, Johnson that he can't make decisions or he doesn't make decisions fast enough with enough clarity. Uh, and um, it is a uh, it is a difficult dynamic when the speaker is is taking lots of different positions on the same issue. And that's something that Mike Johnson has become known for in the House of Representatives. Number three story of the day, a bipartisan Senate group has is uh, unveiling legislation designed to significantly expand the federal government's power to sanction firms that finance terrorist groups. The this is being led by Mark Warner uh, it is co-sponsored by Mike Rounds of South Dakota, Jack Reed of Rhode Island, and Mitt Romney of Utah. The bill would direct the Treasury Department to identify banks and crypto companies that knowingly facilitate payments to designated terror groups beyond Hezbollah and sanction them. Uh, the big takeaway here is that... Um, the federal government, if this bill is enacted, the federal government would have an easier time restricting the flow of terror funding involving digital asset firms and decentralized finance companies. This is something that is very. Um, it's a big issue in the in the financial services space. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at Punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.